We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. And welcome to the Pack a Day podcast, Friday edition. We're going to be super positive this week. <laughs> uh, I am Shanna. We have influencer extraordinaire Nathan here, and then we. <laughs> And then we have Monty here as well. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. What's up? What's up, Nathan? Were um, were the groupies swarming you after you were on Fifty Eight as an influencer? Oh yeah. Oh, so many. Yeah, they the girls were the girls just were like, oh my god, you were on the news, and can I have you had your to turn number? off? No. You had to turn off your DMs afterwards. I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, it's it's has not. It was not nothing special. It was uh, it was cool though. I mean, you know, like I said, it was fun, but. Um, Nothing extraordinary. Listen, if there's some girl sliding in your DMs, you know, Uncle Monty and Aunt Shan have to uh, make sure they're okay first, Nathan. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Uh, all jokes aside, Nathan was um, featured on CBS 58. So that's pretty cool. It's his, uh, claim, his big claim to fame this, these past couple weeks in case you missed it. But um, I have to tell you guys, I was so excited to talk to you about the Packers in general because, as you know, Listen, I love the Packers. They're my 1B team. My 1A team is my hometown team, the Buffalo Bills. So if Russell Douglas was going to leave, I'm glad he's coming <laughs> yes. to Yeah. How did you yeah, he's going, I mean, broke? So I I said I, I don't like that they traded him, but I understand why they did it. Um, and just simply from the standpoint of, you know, the Packers aren't contending right now. And by the time they actually are contenders again, he's probably not going to be here. Um, so it, it does suck in the short term. I wish he was still on the team. I, I get it for the long term. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that they sent him somewhere 
where he's got a chance to act to win a Super Bowl because he absolutely deserves to, to do that. Um, I'm glad they went. He went to a team that needs his help right away because you know, you know, the Bills lost Jadavius White, so they've been they were so desperate to get a corner this year. They had Josh Norman playing like in 2023. So um, yeah, losing I, I, again really sucked. But yeah, I do have to say, Monty, you are so sweet because you you sound like the guy that like the girl of your dreams broke up with you and you're like, I just, I just want the best for her. <laughs> I just want her to be happy. So it's, you're so nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's more of a, I, I really like him as a player. So I don't want, I didn't want him stuck here in purgatory, not winning anything. And then by the time they're good again, he'll be gone. So it's just kind of, you know, and the fact that, you know, Goody took a player off a practice squad, signed him for nothing and now they got a third round pick for him. So, I mean, whatever you think about his third round picks is fine. It's still good value regardless. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that, you know, I, I, I'm happy he's going somewhere that he can, he can win a, a Super Bowl. Obviously, we all loved him. Like, I don't think anyone was like, oh, I'm so happy to see Russell Douglas go. But um, I do think a lot of people do understand the move. You know, we're, we're not competing. We're not going to be competing anytime in the very near future. So you might as well trade him while he's playing this well you can get some good value for him and um because like Monty said by the time that we are competing again he's probably not going to be here so it's like hey this is, might be the best time to just trade him get good value send him to a team where he can win and yeah i love i absolutely love that he went to to the bills and a team that's going to use him a team that um i think is very likable to begin with and now i'm even i like them even more so Thank I, you. I will definitely be <laughs> I'll be rooting for the Bills in the playoffs. Um, I like Josh Allen. I like, you know, the receivers. I like I like I, just a lot of guys on that team. So um happy he went there, and I definitely understand it from the Packers' perspective. So when I saw it, I was like, all right, you know, I'm on board. I get it, and I'm glad they have now. You know, they're going to have an early first round. They're going to have two second rounders. They're going to have two third rounders as well. So just a lot of ammo for the Packers to um, either use all those picks, but more, more than likely probably going to use them in a trade to move up or do whatever they want. So gives them some flexibility. Yeah. yeah and I, mean, you know, I love the hide too. So I will take all the leftover good Green Bay Packers. <laughs> I mean, people, people already say Bills fans are the Packers fans of the AFC. So might as well yeah. just keep adding X Packers to the team. Uh, 100% <laughs> because, you know, both are, I think they're, it's like us and then maybe Kansas City are like the three smallest franchises like city wise city wise yeah Bay, buffalo kansas city i'm 99 sure those are the three so i agree with you it's the same kind of um you know fandom and then also i mean you don't have to worry about it like a Devonte thing where like the packers just played them and it was like the salt in the moon of losing <laughs> yeah. him where you're not gonna play if russell douglas is still with the bills in three years you'll play him again so it's kind of yeah. like it's not like he went to the vikings or the lions or the bears and that would have sucked but um yeah, that was kind of my my exciting thing this week. And then, you know what I was wondering, too, and I couldn't find anything on this, and I know we talked about it last week, kind of leading up to this week's game against the Rams. Whatever happened with the Crosby conversation? Yeah, I mean, they brought him in for a workout. Um, but nothing else has happened, right? Yeah, like, I, I haven't seen anything since then. I, I do get um, – I, I did notice that the Rams, they, they signed their practice squad kicker to the active roster. So what what it kind of felt like was we already have a guy that we know on the practice squad and like, let's bring other kickers in. So that way, if this new kicker that they sign ends up not working out or he's really bad, they've already done their diligence on other guys and they can just 
offer to bring one of those guys back that they had in for for a workout like to me that's what it seems like they they trust the guy they have right now but they've they've put themselves in a position where they can have a short leash on him if it doesn't work I feel like if I were the Rams, I would get him just, just for that purpose. <laughs> you know what? Let's just, the Packers are having a terrible year. Let's just really stick. Yeah, they just it's 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 a kicker revenge game. You don't get to see those very often. Yeah, they yeah, wanted the chance true. to they wanted the chance at one. So yeah, I'm just kidding. I, I agree with what Monty said. I think it's just uh, um, doing your due diligence, having someone um, as kind of a a backup in case that guy doesn't work out. So. Um, but yeah, it was very interesting to see that. It was like, what? You working out with the Rams? Like, yeah, yeah I, I, but we're about to play them. <laughs> I, I will admit, when I saw that, I the way this season has gone, that's the first thing I thought was going to happen. I'm like, oh, they're going to sign. It's going to be a revenge game. He's going to he's gonna hit a winning field goal. I was going to say, like a game winning 55 <laughs> yeah. yard field goal. Yeah. I'll, our brains just immediately go to an absolute worst case scenario. Yeah. Out of all the former Packer players that have gone to other teams, which one pains you the most to see the Packers play, and why was it Devontae? I was gonna say I, I was right away. I was gonna say Devontae Adams. I just I just man, I miss having a receiver that dominant. I miss having a guy that I just loved that much. As like it just was always on third down. You're always like, all right, Rodgers to Adams, let's go. And Adams is gonna win off the line of scrimmage every time. He's always open. It's just he was so reliable. He was so fun to watch. He was just like electric. And so, yeah, as soon as, I mean, they traded him and I was very upset about that. And not that I didn't understand the trade, but just like, it was such a, such a, such a downer and such a heartbreaking moment when they, when they traded him. And I do it. I hate seeing him struggle in, in uh, Vegas. I hate seeing him have to do with, you know, the quarterback situation there, the offense situation there, hoping that, you know, I just saw that they fired their coach. So hopefully they can. And GM. Yeah, and GM. So yeah. they're cleaning house. I'm hoping that he can be part of a successful organization again before he's, you know, completely done. But we'll see. I don't it, it's probably not gonna happen anytime soon there, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, I mean, my that's my obvious answer to not, not necessarily just because of recency bias, um, because before this Devontae Adams situation went down, I would have said it was Micah Hyde because the Packers have kind of been searching for that safety since Nick Collins got hurt. Um, but it is Adams just because not only is it so recent, but it's also, that is the perfect thing that this Packers team could use right now. It's not even because, you know, he didn't, he didn't really have that much of an impact in the game when we played them. I mean, realistically, he, you know, everything's good for the memes that he was lined up on Preston Smith that one play, but he didn't really do much in the game. So it's not like that he killed us. It's just, he's exactly what we could use right now. And I think we all would feel just much differently about the season and like the progress of the quarterback if he had someone like that. You, you know who else I was really bitter about when it happened, and it's a little few years ago, but Casey Hayward when he went to the Chargers. Yeah, and our defenses sucked those years, and you're watching Casey Hayward really thrive there, and you're just yeah, like, he was like first man. team All Pro, wasn't he? A couple, yeah, at least one he was, time he was awesome. Like the first couple of years um, when he left Green Bay, and I was just like, man, like. It was just really frustrating to, to see that again, especially knowing that our defense struggled so much in those seasons, like 2016, 17, uh, that time period where we were just. I you didn't enjoy like our, the Demarius Randall era. <laughs> Demarius Randall guarding <laughs> Julio Jones in the NFC Championship game. And it was just, it was a, a nightmare. I think they had Ladarius Gunter was guarding. Yeah, as well. Gunter. Like, what? Just, a, yeah. just a joke. But yeah. <laughs> 
So I, I said we were going to be more positive this week, but um, <laughs> uh, eventually we will. Eventually, <laughs> eventually we will be. But you know, you were kind of talking about um, Monty that you know right now the big thing that we're missing is someone like a Devonte. Who do you think is kind of the biggest? I hate to say the word letdown, but kind of the biggest letdown right now with the team, like someone that you really held such high regards for that you're like, what's going on with this player? Can I cheat and pick the entire offensive line? Because <laughs> that, <laughs> that that is my actual answer only because that is, if you were to ask, you know, a hundred Packers fans before the season, what, what unit on the team do you feel best about? I bet you at least 80 of them would have said the offensive line. And like that was something that the team and fans, like we were going into the season knowing like everything starts there. So they, it gives themselves a chance to develop, you know, this younger talent cause the line's good and it's been really bad. And not only has it been bad, it's just so much below where we were expecting it to be again, like minus Zach Tom, he's been great while he's been in there. Um, yeah, I think the line being so bad has just allowed everything else to fall apart so quickly. I can't, I can't pick anything else. Yeah, I, I mean, I would definitely agree with that because of because of the importance of it. As Monty said, like it is the thing that holds everything together. It's the thing that allows Jordan Love to then possibly thrive and really just just makes the whole thing work. So that's that was the thing we were hoping we could kind of hang our hat on going into the season, and that would we mentioned this a couple times on this podcast, but that was going to be the thing that gives us a decent floor and, you know, okay, love, love probably won't suck too bad because he's going to be protected well, because he's going to have time. And that's just been not the case whatsoever. So that's been definitely the, the most disappointing thing. Um, can I say the coach? I mean, I think, yeah. I think, Lef- <laughs> Lef- I think LaFleur might be the one for me. Like I was kind of looking forward to seeing what he would have with, uh, without Rogers and kind of, you know, having a, a his offense implemented with a young quarterback and um, some young receivers. And it has not been, you know, it's been obviously very disappointing. It's just, I, I was hoping for a lot more out of him. I was hoping it would be something that I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm obviously was sad to see Rogers go, but it was time. And I'm, I'm looking forward to this new era with love, with LaFleur, with this new offense and these young guys. And it just hasn't clicked. It hasn't looked good. It has at times, but, but just so inconsistent and pretty rare to see them, you know, really uh, moving the ball well and everything. And so I would for right now say, say LaFleur. Although in that Goody press conference today, he said the line has been playing well. Oh yeah. And he yeah. doubled down on saying Josh Myers. Has Josh been Myers. Really good. Yeah. So <laughs> Josh Myers has been, as, he's been playing as good as he has his whole career. I don't, I, I like, I don't know where that came from. It, is he gaslighting everyone? I'm not sure. But yeah, when I saw that, um, that that was the quote. I was like, hmm, okay. Yeah, maybe maybe he just thinks that like if he says it, everyone will be like, you know what? Yeah, Josh Barris has been playing yeah. pretty well. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, no, dude, we can watch, we watch the games. Like we're we're watching on Sundays. We're not, you know, you might think that people are not tuning in because you're playing bad, but we are <laughs> yeah. watching every single we're game. Watching. He's like trying to be a cult leader. Like maybe if I say it, people will. Yeah. Yeah, they'll believe it. They'll believe it. Yeah. And it's funny that you were talking about that press conference because I had to laugh when people use cliche quotes. It drives me bananas. So. He used tough times don't last, tough people do, because he said Mike Shanahan used to say it when he was in Washington. And I was like, stop it. So for you, what is a cliche quote that when you hear it, you just kind of tune out because you're like, oh, God. Can I go? Can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. So the, the, the one that I hear from like 
both fans and coaches that I always hate is like, they just wanted it more. And I'm like, they don't don't want it more. Like both teams want it. Both teams want to win the game. Both teams are trying their hardest to win the game. Like one team plays better. One team executes better. I hate when it's just, they want it more. I know sometimes there can be like, okay, there's, you know, they might've beat them to a couple loose balls in basketball or like, you know, they recovered the fumbles in football. Like, yeah, that stuff can happen. That doesn't mean they wanted it more. I always hate that one. Okay. I'm, I'm going current team and current coach specific. And I don't want to hear Matt LaFleur say we got to find ways to get him the ball anymore. Aaron Jones, Aaron yeah. Jones. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear him say that one more time all season. Like, and he's always if like, if they he's have always a game like where, it's on me too. He's like, it's, I, I got to get yeah. him going. I'm like, okay, then do it next week. And the next week, yeah. ah, it's my fault. I should have known better. <laughs> like next time he has a game where he only has like five touches. I'd rather him just get up there and say, yep, that was the plan. Like, I don't <laughs> that's exactly what I want to do. You know, yeah. not, to, not to bring up the bills again, but like, it's like with Josh Allen, it drives me nuts. Whenever they don't do well, he goes, that's on me. I just have to be better Then be better. Yeah. Then be like, better. And it's like, and there's always the ones where like, that's my bad. And it's like, well, of course it's your bad. Like yeah. who else is bad? Would it be? Yeah, like, you, you played terrible. Threw like, the interception. Yeah. Yes, it is your bad. <laughs> yeah. Like you'll see a guy, he, they throw up. Yeah. They'll throw a pick right to the other team. And then they're like tapping their, their chest. I'm like, well, yeah, like, of course it's you. Yes, who, that was who are you going to blame? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Does anyone else struggle with the seasonal blues? I know for me personally, it's not so much the hustle and bustle or anxiety of the season. It's more of memories of holidays past. Thinking back to times when my kids were younger, when different family members were still around, it can all make me extremely nostalgic for holidays that have come and gone. Now everyone's a little bit different and for a multitude of reasons, this time of season can be a lot. And if that's you too, don't fret. It's natural to feel sadness, anxiety, or stress during the holiday season. I think something that we can easily forget is that therapy can be a bright spot amidst all the stress and chaos. It can be something to look forward to, it can make you feel grounded, and it can give you the tools that you need to manage everything that's going on in your life. I've personally benefited from therapy in the past. I'm sure I'm going to benefit from therapy again in the future. I've learned to take a deep breath and enjoy the moments that are happening in the here and the now, and I try to slow down in those crazy busy moments that are sure to exist this holiday season. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online, extremely convenient, and can be suited to your unique schedule. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Packaday to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Packaday. Cue the dramatic music. We have a public service announcement. It's not a bird. It's not a plane. It's the most revolutionary ball trimmer the world has ever seen. Gentlemen, our friends over at Manscaped have been working night and day to bring you a below-the-waist grooming experience like none other with their brand new performance package 5.0 Ultra. Featuring the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, we're talking about a next-generation trimmer with interchangeable blade heads for whatever shave your mind can imagine. Upgrade your grooming game to the Ultrasphere this year by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code PACKADAY. High-tech for low places, Manscaped. Personally, Manscaped is my go-to for all of my grooming needs. Manscaped has some crazy technology that helps prevent nicks, cuts, snags, and tugs in all those ultra-sensitive places. I also personally recommend the Crop Soother Aftershave Lotion that just makes the entire experience so much better. In an area that you have to have trust, I trust Manscaped, and you should too. Right now, you can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code PACKADAY at manscaped.com. That's 20 
20% off plus free shipping with code packaday at manscaped.com. I can promise you've never seen a ball trimmer look like a spaceship. So get yours today from our folks over at Manscaped. Hey there. I'm sure you've heard a ton about daily fantasy sports, but I'm here to tell you that you've never experienced anything quite like prize picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Even more fun yet? Do you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. I've had so much fun making Prize Picks a part of my daily fantasy sports routine. They cover all of my favorite sports, have a ton of variety and different options to choose from, and the player choices are immense. I even had a fun J.K. Scott selection the other day for the Chargers game. I recently had a big win on Saturday morning in a London game, and it just made the viewing experience so much more enjoyable. It's fun, it's exciting, it's easy, and there's a level of creativity and uniqueness about it that I really, really enjoy. So go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. So of course, kickoff is going to be this Sunday at Lambeau Field. Um, I believe this is going to be the last time that they play back-to-back home games, if I remember correctly with the schedule. Yes, yes. They play They play a lot in uh, December and January, though, don't they? Um, I thought they had like four of their last five at home. They have. You, no, no, I don't think any of them are back-to-back, though. No, oh, you're back-to-back. talking back-to-back. Okay. Yeah, none of them are back-to-back. This is gotcha. the last time that they'll be back-to-back. Um, kickoff, like I said, going to be at noon. Of course, you can watch it on TV or you can listen to it on the Packers Radio Network on 97.3 The Game. Plug, plug, plug. So what are you guys going to be looking at this weekend against the Rams that you weren't super happy about against the Vikings? Um, the exact same stuff that we've been talking about for a month, <laughs> Like, to be honest, because in this losing streak, they haven't done anything differently in any of these last four games like and that's progressively gotten worse in my opinion which is the most frustrating part it's it's not like with jordan love where you're like it's okay he's gonna get into a rhythm he's getting there it's like where he's dancing to the wrong song yeah and what are we doing you know the, the rams are i'd be again like we're recording this wednesday i would be shocked if stafford is playing yeah so you're getting brett ripon come to lambeau field and You've just again, like we've been saying this for a month. You just came off a bad loss. Um, I'm not going to call the Vikings a bad team, but I think they're solidly mediocre. Um, so if the Packers can't win on Sunday, they might not win until Christmas. Like realistically, you might you'd be looking at over a month where you feel good about their chances to win a game. Um, and yeah, if Stafford. A little sick, by the way. The fact that you're yeah. like, you might not win till Christmas Eve. <laughs> I really might not. And yeah. if Stafford was playing, I think obviously we would predict them to lose, and we're, we'll get into the predictions later. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just this is now officially a, a younger team because they got, like we said, they they traded Rasul Douglas. So if Jair's back is not healthy, I mean, your secondary is what Carrington Valentine and Corey Valentine. 
because <laughs> Stokes is hurt again. So yeah, it's it's going to be a young talent showcase again. So hope, but hopefully the offense can actually string something together in this game. Yeah, I'm. I am a little interested. Like I'm interested to see how that defense looks. You know, you obviously uh, getting rid of Douglas, and then you said Jair's hurt, and you know, I mean, I've talked about this the last couple of weeks because I was like, okay. How would they look against um, this Viking? You know the Vikings pass catchers, and they did not look very good because um, uh, what's his name, the rookie Jordan Addison, Addison went off. Yeah, went off against them, and yeah. you know really had a good game against Jair. Jair did not look like himself, and now you're going against um, Cup and Pukunakua. But this isn't the same. You know this isn't going to be the same Rams offense because obviously you said Stafford's out. Uh, Kyron Williams has been hurt. It's going to be. Brett Rippon, Royce Freeman, Daryl Henderson, and then those receivers. And even I think Puka is questionable. So, and and their offense did not look good last week. It you know Cup and Cup and Nakua definitely were shut down. Now that was the Cowboys defense, which is a lot better than the Packers defense. But still, I want to see if they are able to um, hold this this Rams team to a a you know lower point total, even with those two receivers. And I'm worried because Puka and Cooper Cup are the two guys that like. One, two, two of the best in the league at just finding open spots and they always seem to get open and it's just like regardless of what defense you're playing I feel like they just they always get open and the Packers are kind of known for letting people like letting I feel like they always let the other team's best players kind of get into their soft spots and get to get to those open spots in the field and I don't know I'm just worried that it's going to be a bunch of um, Puka and uh, Cooper Cup open in the middle of the field I don't know if Brett Rippon will be able to hit them consistently but I don't know I just I definitely have my doubts about what they can do against this Rams team, um, even with those injuries. But I'm, I am hoping, I'm hopeful that they can hold them to you know 14, 17 points, and this Rams team will look more like it did last week and less like it does when they have Stafford at quarterback. Yeah, I, I will say I'm kind of worried that I mean, Sean McVay is really the only coach from his own tree that. Matt LaFleur can beat with any consistency. Yeah. Um, so I am glad. I shouldn't say I'm glad Stafford's not playing in this game because I don't like to see anybody hurt. But it it helps that Green Bay isn't having to face Matthew Stafford because McVay is going to be going for the jugular because the Packers are just completely down on their luck right now. They, they've lost a handful of games in a row to the Packers. They, they usually don't play well when they come to Lambeau. Um, I know they're annoyed that they always have to come later in the year because when the schedule came out, they requested this game to be played earlier in the season. Like when the opponents were announced and the league was like, no, you can go to Lambeau and in November, just like you always do. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm sure that this is as good as an opportunity as they've had lately to get one over on the Packers. So let's hope we're not another get right game because we were a get right game for a team like Nathan said, that just fired their coach and GM. So, and yeah, and I did. I mean, I want to say that the you know we're coming. We obviously are on the losing streak right now, but they're also have, the Rams have also lost two in a row, and they are you know again facing some adversity right now, losing some of their you know losing their quarterback. Um, obviously, Kyron's on the IR; he's been banged up. So it's like as much as we're like in that position of you know, like you said, get right game and just let's get back on track and all that and they're kind of in the same situation and they're, I mean, they're sitting at three and five. They're not completely out of the race for potential playoffs. Now I'm not assuming, I'm not imagining they're going to make the playoffs because if, if Stafford misses extended period of time, then I just don't see it happening. But um, 
you know, this is a game where they're, they might go into this game saying, Hey, you know, we win this, we're four and five, we're treading water. And, you know, you get Stafford back and you can make a potential push for the, one of those later playoff spots. Um, so they're, they're going to be definitely, yeah, as you said, motivated to, to win this one. Um, and yeah, McVay, I mean, they're going to want it more. No, they want it more than us. Whoever, whoever wins the game just wants it more. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm going to give it to the Packers this week after watching the Rams lose 43 to 20 last week. That was rough against the Cowboys. So hopefully, I mean, like you said, Stafford probably not going to play. Um, so I think that I'm going to put my eggs in all the Packers basket because I'm just going to do it this week. We're going to go all out. So that brings me to what do you think the score is going to be this week? So I will admit I am I am terrified of Aaron Donald in this game. Um, the Packers offensive line has not been good at all, uh, despite what the GM said today. Um, they have not played well at all. And Elton Jenkins has not looked like his normal Elton Jenkins all season. I know he got injured in a game. Um, so I'm not you know, I, I don't doubt him as a player. I still think he's one of the best players on this team. But right now, he is not playing very well. And he, he might still be injured a little bit uh, based on his standard. So th- the way that dominant D linemen have played us this year, where we pretty much only have to stop this one guy and he can't wreck the game. Max Crosby wrecked the game. Um I don't remember the nose tackles name from the Vikings. His name is slipping me right now, but he looked all world against us Sunday. Aiden Hutchinson ate us for lunch. So unless they can find a way to control Aaron Donald's, I know they're, I know they have a backup QB coming in, um, but I'm in the position of, I can't pick the Packers to win again until they win again. Um, so I'm going to take the Rams in this one. I think it's going to be, oh. a really, I think it's going to be a really ugly game. I'm going to say like 17, 13. Like, I just don't think it's going to be a very pretty game. Okay. I, I was going to go 17, 14 Packers. Okay. I think and, and okay. I don't, I don't love picking the Packers at all. I just, I do kind <laughs> of, I do kind of have a feeling with this game, just with the Stafford injury where I'm like, okay, as bad as we're playing, it's Brett Rippon. In Lambo in Lambo Field, mm-hmm. they gotta win this one, right? You know, they're coming off four losses in a row. Like they've gotta win this one. I, I don't know, but I would not be shocked at all if they're down thirteen zero at half, and you know, it's like everyone's just like, "Oh, here we go again." Um, great, great question. Do do we think that they are going to finally score a touchdown in the first? Yeah. Half? What like what if if I'm giving you over under three and a half points in the first half? What are you What are you gonna take? I'll take the over. I do think I think they'll score a touchdown. I think wow. yeah, two 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 safeties. I think four four. Points, so. <laughs> I don't. No, I, I think they're going to keep the streak alive of not scoring a touchdown in the first half. But I think it's going to be real bad. Yeah, I do. I do think. I I think they they'll get, get booed in the first half. They'll get booed going into halftime if they don't. I'm telling yeah, you, even if it's even if, they, if they get a field goal and nothing else, they're going to get booed before. I was I was kind of surprised it took as long as it did to get booed um, last week. Like I, there were moments in the first quarter where like my even my dad was like, he's like, they should be booing them off the field. Like they look you know so what, bad though? and it's just it's because they're sitting they, and they can't see what's going on. They did. <laughs> they did what I think is worse than a boo is they gave a really big cheer when they got that. Like, that yeah, first yeah. Down. The sarcastic like, cheer. 
Yeah, that, that's the that's the same same thing, but worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, that so was so condescending that you're like, oh, yeah. you got a first down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that was really funny. But I am I just have a feeling they're going to win this game, and I will say, me personally, I'm starting to join the tank for ex quarterback <laughs> movement. Um, wow. I, I look. I I'm not going to be mad if they lose. Is all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. See, I it's funny because I literally was going to say the same thing, 17-14. I think the Packers okay. are finally going to do it. I think they're finally going to get a win. Like I said, I don't think the first half touchdown is going to happen. I think we got to keep one streak alive. So that's going to be the one streak that I think is going to stay alive. But um, this is a very random question for you guys. I have been asking guys that I know that watch football this question, er, this question and every single one has gone like insulted that I've asked, th- asked this and you'll understand. Who do you think is the hottest guy in the entire <laughs> league. And I'm talking look-wise. And every guy was not annoyed by the question. They were annoyed that I would even ask because there's only one possible answer. No, they say Joe Burrow. No! Oh, see, that's... So they did it? No, but... I, mean, Nathan, I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like that's what everyone would say. No, Nathan, that's... who do you think? Or, but don't say who you think they're saying. Who do you think it is? Be your own person. Man, Burrow, Burrow came to mind immediately. That's so okay. That's funny. I'm trying to think though. Every guy I've asked scoffs at me and says, "Obviously, it's Jimmy G, Shanna." And I, oh like, yeah, he's I'm up like, there. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a hot one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess if you're gonna like, yeah, if you would say like, who's the who would you consider to be like the most like a conventionally attractive player? It's, yeah, Jimmy G's like a. You could tell people he doesn't play football. He's like a model, and they'd be like, "Yeah, I believe that." I'll still that take Burrow. You'll say, I, yeah, I think I think Joe Burrow is attractive. See, I said um, uh, Nick Bosa. I think is very attractive. Um, yeah, I'm sure people choose Bosa. Yeah, and even before Taylor came around, Travis Kelsey. Even listen, I will even admit Jason Kelsey is attractive <laughs> to me because what do you he's think of so funny? What do you think of uh, Justin Herbert? he's a hit or miss for me. I think he's attractive because he's kind of mysterious. Like he's not out there. He's kind of quiet. I'm like, what's happening? What's happening with him? What's happening? And that hair. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was just curious. I don't know. I, I I just was like, I, I don't, I, he's in the middle for me too. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure how to feel, but uh, I kind (laughs) of wanted, I wanted, I wanted to get a, a girl's opinion. I love how I also have to say I respect both of you that you took it like a champ answering that question because I can tell that you are secure with yourselves and I. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I think I think I I have to change mine and say oh. Joe Burrow just because Jimmy G's broke my heart too many times so I can't. So you're bitter. I can't, I can't forgive him for that. Yeah, I'm bitter. Yeah, I do definitely. The opposite, of, the opposite of what you said about me at the beginning of the show. <laughs> <laughs> now who's the bitter next? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I think part of the reason I, I'd pick Burrow is like he just has that swag about him and he's on a likable team. And I feel like, I don't know, I, he's always been someone I kind of root for. And so like that might be part of it, too, is like I always just find myself rooting for Joe Burrow. I'm so happy to. I mean, I shouldn't say this because, again, as a Bills fan, but I'm happy to see the Bengals kind of get that pet back in their step, too, because it was a little disheartening to see them suck for for a minute there. Because uh, they're, I think they're an exciting team to watch. So I'm glad that Joe Burrow it's, and Bengals are back. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a fun young team in general, and I think I think the league is better when there are more teams that are good that are also young, just because it 
it it sets up what the league likes the most, which is storyline. So it builds rivalries and you have multiple teams that are good for a stretch and, yeah. you know, they're QB driven and all that. Cause yeah, it, the AFC playoffs aren't going to be as fun if the Bengals don't make it or if they're bad. It's like, same with like you, if the Dolphins don't make it. Like I just want yeah. to see Mike McDaniel out there. I love him so much. I think he is my favorite coach in the league by far because he makes things fun. Yeah, the the league this year is a the AFC is just way more fun to be like to be following and how it's going to play out because yeah, the NFC is basically you know it's the Niners and the Eagles and then the Cowboys on that slightly lower tier and then just a bunch of bad. <laughs> <laughs> Like, sorry, who's, uh, who's who's the ugliest quarterback? Josh Dobbs? <laughs> I don't know. Jo- Daniel uh, Jones? Daniel Jones? It could be Daniel Jones could be up there for sure. Oh, I was like, man. I'm I I got thinking, and I look I'm looking up I'm looking up quarterbacks, and I'm like, hmm, who who would this be? I mean, Gardner, um, Gardner Minshew, maybe I don't know. Nah, people love Gardner Minshew. Yeah, Gar- I mean, yeah, I guess. I would love uh, to say um, the the Browns quarterback because he's just a oh yeah human. yeah um, Sean Watson he's that, that's got to be number one <laughs> yeah he's the worst I don't even call him by name because he's yeah. in all insides outsides I just think he's disgusting um, yes. but oh man I feel I feel like guys we're being such mean girls right now uh, <laughs> hey it's okay they're not if, if we if we can acknowledge some are attractive we can certainly they're, acknowledge that they're some making aren't. they're making millions of dollars we can call yeah, them. that's true okay. yeah <laughs> their girlfriends are hot their wives are hot yeah um, exactly, you know exactly. i don't think it's attractive and someone was telling me that he was on one of the hottest lists and i was like and i like him as patrick mahomes i was like absolutely not like i don't think he's extremely attractive i feel like he's a very like net neutral like yeah i don't i don't think any i think i don't think any many people would call him attractive and many people would call him unattractive it's just like oh, yeah think? patrick mahomes yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I once had um, a, a guy that I work with who will not be named um, when I first met him. And I was like talking about being a Bills fan. And he said, oh, so you like the team because Josh Allen is hot. Right. And I stared at him and I said, first of all, I am Buffalo <laughs> born and raised. So like, let's just not let's just not. Number two, no disrespect to Josh Allen. He is not one that I would be like, oh, my God, he's so hot. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, he's a very he's- average looking guy. Yeah, like, no offense. I don't think he's ugly by any means. And he has my quarterback through and through. I bleed red and blue. But, like, no, no. Sorry, Josh. All I'm gonna, and then all I'm going to say to wrap this up is the NBA, I mean, we all know who's who's most attractive in the NBA. Oh, well, yeah. My, my man crush, Giannis, of course. <laughs> also Steph Curry. Also Steph Curry. I love Steph Curry. <laughs> not, not Patrick Beverly? No. <laughs> or um, do you know Boban? Boban Marjanovic? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Everyone like would be attractive with a name like that. Everyone knows Boban from the Goldfish commercials. That's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Jokic. Jokic, man. Oh, he's so attractive. <laughs> oh, by the way, Shanna, you have to promise that you and the rest of the Bills fans will treat Rasul Douglas yes. with kid gloves. Yeah, we will be good to him. I promise. I'll talk to my people. I'll call the. If I see any, if I see any negative tweets, yeah, no Rasul slander on the timeline is allowed. No no slander, my friends. I will make sure (laughs) of it because it's just funny. I'm like, oh my gosh, my worlds are colliding. This is just wild. So very wild. But okay, you guys got anything else to add today? Any more hot guys to talk about? (laughs) No, I think that covers it. I um. I hope to be the only the only one wrong for my predictions, but we'll see next week. 
We shall see. We shall see. We should, I should actually write them down so we can make sure because I always forget to do that. But um, you can find us on on uh, Twitter. I am oh hey it's Shanna Monty's always changing his. I can't keep up with it. I can see like <laughs> Travis Kelsey right now. My my display name will change, but my at never will. So you can find me at Ferd Turgeson F E R D underscore T U R G E S O N. And then I am just at my name Nathan Marzion, all one word. At Giannis's biggest fan is actually. <laughs> they play tonight. They play in 25 minutes. So go Bucks. That's right. We got to go. We better hurry up. We got to get. <laughs> I thought of you, Nathan. Actually, I was at on um, the Shania Twain show the other day, and her almost her entire show had to tow Bucks gear on. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Good taste. I like to see. Yeah, yeah, she looks great. But okay, well, yeah, you can find us. We'll be back next week, and um, we'll talk about uh, hottest corners in the league. <laughs> go back, go. Go back, <laughs> go. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done